Hello， 同情家族，欢迎收听 Look Back Sunday。在这个节目，姜老师会汇整过去不同国家与主题的热门跟读文章，让你可以在十五分钟内吸收最精华的世界时事趣闻。Let's get right to it. About scientific research, certain junk foods could be missing with your brain's appetite control study finds. Emerging evidence in humans suggests a type of Western high-fat, high-sugar junk food diet can quickly undermine your brain's appetite control. After indulging in a week-long binge of waffles, milkshakes, and similarly rich foods, researchers in Australia found young and healthy volunteers scored worse on memory tests and experienced a greater desire to eat junk food. Even when they were already full, the findings suggest something is amiss in the hippocampus, a region of the brain that supports memory and helps to regulate appetite. When we are full, the hippocampus is thought to quieten down our memories of delicious food, thereby reducing our appetite. When it's disrupted, this control can be seriously undermined. Over the years, extensive research on juvenile mice has found the function of the hippocampus is very sensitive to junk food, but this has only recently been observed in young and healthy humans. Next article: Squatting or kneeling is better for your posture than sitting all day. Anthropologists claim. Resting postures such as squatting or kneeling may be better for health because they require more muscle activity than sitting on a chair. Researchers claim the findings are based on data gathered from a hunter-gatherer population in Tanzania, who wore devices that measured physical activity as well as periods of rest. Anthropologists from the U.S. found. That despite being sedentary for almost ten hours each day, equivalent to clocking a shift in the office at the desk, the Hazda people appear to lack the markers of chronic diseases associated with long periods of sitting. They believe this is down to the active rest postures used by the tribe. Next article. Aboriginal canoe sets out on voyage. To Japan for research, an Aboriginal army's canoe is set to sail from Taiwan's Taidong County to Japan's Yonaguni Island sometime between Monday and July 13th. Organized by Taiwan's National Museum of Prehistory and Japan's National Museum of Nature and Science, the voyage is part of the NMNS research. On people's movement from Taiwan to Japan in ancient times, according to archaeologists, some of the early inhabitants of Japan most likely traveled from Taiwan to the Ryukyu Islands on similar wooden vessels during the Paleolithic, about thirty thousand years ago. The canoe will have to cross the Kuroshio Current. The Black Current, and travel around 205 kilometers to Yonaguni Island, Japan's 
westernmost island in Okinawa Prefecture. The research team failed to complete a voyage on an Ami's bamboo raft last year and the year before that because the boats used were not strong enough for the big waves. This time around, a canoe made of cedar will be used in the adventure, which is expected to take two to three days. Next article. Researchers reboot pig brains hours after animals died. The brains of decapitated pigs can be partially revived several hours after the animal has died, researchers have revealed, with some of the functions of cells booted back up when an oxygen-rich fluid is circulated through the organ. The scientists stress that the brains do not show any signs of consciousness. For example, there was no sign that different parts of the brain were sending signals to each other, and that it does not change the definition of death. This is not a living brain, but it is a cellularly active brain, said Professor Ninand Sisten from Yale University, who led the research. A number of studies have suggested brain cells might not inevitably die after blood stops circulating. Writing in the journal Nature, researchers in the U.S. reported how they sought to examine this further by taking brains from 32 pigs that had been killed in a slaughterhouse. Four hours after their deaths, the arteries of the pig brains were hooked up to a sophisticated system dubbed Brain X, which pumped an oxygenated synthetic blood through the organ. This fluid contained a host of nutrients as well as other substances to tackle processes that led to cell death, and the circulation was continued for six hours. At that point, the team found the circulating fluid successfully flowed through blood vessels in the brain, including tiny capillaries, and that the blood vessels were able to dilate in response to a drug, while the brain as a whole consumed oxygen and glucose from the fluid and released carbon dioxide back into it at similar rates to an intact brain. What is more, the cells showed certain functions, including the release of various immune response substances, when triggered. After tissues were removed from the brains and flushed of the brain X fluid, the researchers found individual neurons were still able to function. The team said that, while the brain X fluid was circulating, they monitored the brains to check for any signs of organized electrical activity that might suggest consciousness. That monitoring didn't show any kind of organized global electrical activity, said Dr. Stephen Latham, a bioethicist and co-author of the study. But, he said, the team had been ready for signs of consciousness. Had that appeared, they would have lowered 
the temperature of the brain and used anesthesia to stop that kind of activity, said Latham, adding that at present there are no ethics committees set up for such an eventuality, and it remained unclear in any case if the technique could ever restore consciousness. The team said the approach could provide a new way to study the brain and even help in the development and testing of new therapies for stroke and other conditions in which blood flow to parts of the brain is blocked, causing cells to die. Good job and thanks for tuning in. 想要收听更多过去的跟读单元以及节目，欢迎到我们官网www.15minutes.today。有兴趣John老师以及其他资深英语老师对谈的节目，记得周末也要回来收听我们同情学英语。Catch you in the next one.